0: yeah we're starting to get a little bit of the the smoke from yosemite the yosemite fire did you hear about that on the news
1: i did not hear about that i'm sorry to hear it hope you guys are safe
0: yeah yeah it's east of us so that's okay and it's just starting to drift a little bit into the bay but it's summer and it's that time of year where it happens um and i know you were dealing with heat waves too a while ago, and, and the big heat wave you are at right
1: uh it was pretty hot last week and it's it's been on and off this week but we're supposed to get a lot of rain this week which will cool it off a little bit but uh, the midwest and uh and other places are getting a whole lot worse than we are but uh, yeah, it's just the middle of the summer and it sucks. <laughs> we get the humidity here in Virginia.
0: Rain would be nice. I, I can't remember the last time we saw rain here. It's like wow. I feel like we're living in Mad Max out in California. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but anyways, we are welcome to our continuing conversation. We, we me and Jim, just so you know, in between episodes, between the 168 hours in a week, uh, we never stop talking about Star Trek Adventures. That's all we do. And then uh, occasionally, once a week, we just go ahead and hit record and you come in and that's our continuing conversation so we we don't shower we just change right here at the thing. but that's what just happens all right I'm Michael Dismute, very smelly Um, and I'm with Continuing continuing Missions which is the number one Star Trek Adventures uh, blog in the universe and I'm also a
1: freelance writer for Star Trek Adventures RPG Jim Johnson introduce yourself I'm Jim Johnson, the uh, project manager and line editor for the Star Trek Adventures role-playing game published by Modiphius Entertainment, uh, co-host of this show, longtime Star Trek fan, and uh, I did shower, but I have not shaved in a, in a while. I think this is one of the side effects of uh, working from home full-time and not really having anywhere to go and nothing to do other than just work and and take care of my family. Of course, my son's out of school at the moment because it's the summer, uh, so I just haven't really had anywhere to go. It's like, why shave? Why take the time? Nah. Hey. But now I'm now I'm at that weird that weird point where it's like it's scruffy and itchy and like no matter how I turn my head it catches on something so I think I'm just going to mow it in the next day or two here and just be done with it.
0: Man, um, you pull up, but, you're just pulling the William Riker. There's
1: nothing. I wish.
0: I wish. I could grow facial hair like that. I really can't.
1: I try. Yeah. Well, see, my my problem is that like everything here on the side mm-hmm. uh, on the sides of my on the sides of my chin, this comes in blonde or gray. And so you can't see, like it doesn't get, it doesn't get dark and thick and I'm not vain enough to dye it. So, um, I get, I get the beautiful neck beard if I really wanted to grow it out, but, um, I don't really care. too so I used to do a goatee. I used to sport a goatee, but, uh, now that I've got the salt and pepper stuff, I just don't care. So I just, I just shave it all completely when, when I bothered to to shave it all.
0: <laughs> so I live next door to an esthetician and cosmetologist, um, from age 13 on, and she started waxing my face at age 13. I never actually started shaving till age 22. Huh? So I think that retarded my growth somehow. And and so I had like the smoothest baby face at 21, 20, all the way to 25. Like if you see my wedding pictures, totally smooth.
1: I, um, I didn't even realize that aesthetician was even a thing. <laughs> shows you what I know.
0: <laughs> you just Now I just heard that song in my head by Brad Paisley, I'm Still a Guy. Do you know that song? I don't know that song. You got to look it up.
1: All right, it's I'll look great. it up.
0: Yeah, Brad Paisley, I'm Still a Guy. He's one of my favorites. Okay. All right. Anyways, we're. what are we riffing on today? Today, we are actually talking about what we've been observing on social media conversation regarding Star Trek Adventures. This is both on uh, Discord. We see it on Reddit. We see it on Facebook. Those are some of the spots I see it on. I'm sure there's a million other boards that Jim peeks in on. Um, but this is really about how do you get your group started? So often, you um, I constantly see people like, hey, who wants to play here? How do I get a, a game started? I'm about to start my first game, and there's some trepidation toward that. What are you
1: hearing out there, Jim? Uh, same thing. I, I hear, um, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, not, well, actually, by the time we air this, it'll probably be over, but we have another Humble Bundle going right now with
0: What's humble with, bundle
1: explain me well okay so the great folks at humble bundle uh, humblebundle.com they reach out to all the different game companies not just RPGs but uh, computer game companies other companies etc and then what they do is they work up this deal where you have different tiers like for 5 bucks you get a couple of things for 10 bucks you get more things and for 30 bucks you get a whole bunch of things and uh, a, a lot of the money goes to charity right so they they it's not just a way to get stuff cheap it's it's you're actually going to charity So uh, Humble Humble Bundle and Modiphius have done a lot of different um, initiatives over the last several years, including a few Star Trek Adventures Humble Bundles. And we've got one going now. Uh, Humble Bundle invited us back. This is how it works. They said, hey, we really liked what happened with the last couple of Star Trek Humble Bundles. We'd like you to do another one. Uh, We mixed up the product offerings a little bit to make it a little bit different, a little bit fresh. And so for like 30 bucks, you get almost the entire line in PDF form which is a ridiculous deal like this is a super good deal yeah and not only is it a good deal just to get stuff cheap but you're also helping charity uh there's a there's a charity that's near and dear to modifices hearts and uh, they want to support that that group of people so if you want a bunch of the new stuff too because we we got shackleton the player's guide and the game master guide all in this uh, humble bundle for the first time so if you've been kind of like on the fence about these things go like it's i don't know it's like eight bucks or something so like literally you not to be ableist because I know people are. We're heading for a recession, and like people are, you know, money conscious and stuff like. But like, if you can save up eight dollars, <laughs> this is a this is the cheapest best way to get some of these some of these products, and uh, it's just I, a wealth of gaming material that you're going to use for years and years and years and years and years. And years. So uh, so check it out. Yeah,
0: I spent on humble bundle because as a you know writer, I want to have background information on Star Trek yeah. that I just don't have. So I bought like paid 30, 30, 35, maybe dollars. And I got the humble bundle for all the ships collection.
1: Yeah, I got so that too.
0: That was just like, oh, I w- you can't find it all in stores anymore. You, right. You've been years trying to gather it all. And that humble bundle, and it went to a good cause. I think it was the, yep. uh, for Arbor Day, like planting trees. And, yep. and now I have every single ship book which is so key when i'm writing just to get ideas and stuff like that so yeah
1: great great uh, reference material yeah
0: absolutely yeah yeah and it came at the right time too Mm because you know now that's been announced utopia planitia you know is coming out um that was a great time to get those uh books um for ideas for story ideas so so
1: so anyway anyway anyway, so so my my point (laughs) (laughs) or not not my point but our collective point is that that humble bundle has come out so what happens is every time those humble bundles come out you know, thousands of people buy the by the bundle, they get the starter set, they get the core book, they get all the different, you know, PDFs that are in there, and they're like, okay, I got I I just got you know six years worth of Star Trek dumped on me, or you know, I've, I've dumped it upon myself. I've got all the Star Trek stuff, I got this role-playing game, I want to play it. Where are the players? Like, how do I find players? What do I do? And like they're either they're either players looking for a game to join or they're game masters looking for players to play a game. Or they're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I got this book. I've got this game. What's next? Like, what do I do with it now? And what?
0: Yeah. And here's uh, why no, I want to talk about that group of people you just described. Because yeah. there's people like us who we want to play and are ready to play all the time. We just don't have the time. Yeah. Then there's people who have the time and they don't have the group. Right. Um, um, and of that is a small subset, which you just mentioned not only is it people who are willing to be game master, there are some people who are afraid to be game masters too. so yeah. we're going to talk today about how to get over that hump, because if you take the mantle on, um, that's a great way to start gaming is not waiting to find a game master, but just starting to be the game master. Right?
1: Yeah. 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 And that's tricky. And, uh, I, I don't know how far down into the weeds we're going to go, but like, a we let's go. One, one let's of go. The, what? Let's go. Let's go in the. Weeds. Let's go in the weeds. One of the uh, one of the things I've discovered, you know, and I didn't think about this much, but I, so I've been freelancing in the RPG industry for you know twenty odd years now. Uh, bits and pieces here and there. I, I'm certainly not a you know professional or anything. I, I dabble. I'll be honest. I dabble quite a bit because I pick the stuff I want to work on. I don't just you know do it. I, I, I I'm really kind of picky, and as a result, I don't have as many credits as as others. And uh, my my peers have been at it for twenty odd years or whatever. But anyway. The last six years working exclusively on Star Trek adventures um, has really opened my eyes to how games are designed and and how a lot of role playing game books, uh, like our traditional ones, like the big thick hard covers with the massive amounts of rules and lore and stuff, um, are not really well suited for how people learn and how people play. Like, like to hand somebody a 400 page book and say, OK, go play this game. It's like it's such a barrier to entry. That that like I I was reading some statistics somewhere that like um a large majority of people when they get into the into the hobby, they're doing it because they have a game master who knows their stuff and they're learning it by playing it with people who know their stuff. They're not reading the books, they're not reading the player's guide or the or the or the uh or the rule book or whatever. They're just they're they're learning by the people that they're playing with. And that really tells me that I think. And, and you know, I'm not going to say that Star Trek's an exception because it's 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 not. You know, I think a lot of our, our I think a lot of our rule books are overwritten and 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 are not written always in such a way that makes them easy to learn how to play the game. I think like the starter set and other companies that have done starter sets do a really good job of condensing the rules into like here's exactly what you need to know to get playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we need to think about that not not we specifically, but just like the industry as a whole needs to rethink how we present rules. Because there's a new, younger generation of players coming into the games that, you know, no way do they have the patience to read a 300-page book. That's funny that. that you
0: say that. So, I design learning at my company. I'm a gamification expert. I'm certified. And I design learning at the company. I run the department for organizational development. And one of the things we've learned now is we use microburst training. And what that means is, people own if they have a question, they want to be able to answer it within two to three minutes. And so we do a lot of video production and a lot of skill practice job aids where it's one, two, three, four, five, six. We stick with the verb, noun, verb, noun, verb, noun. You know, and 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 people love it. And what you're saying is totally right. One of the reasons we decided to do this um, this podcast, video cast. Is because there's some people who are not going to go into these books unless they first hear about it and see it yeah. visually with us first. And then they're going to be like, oh, now I understand what that. And that's that's just multiple intelligence, different ways people learn audio, video, aesthetically. Right. Right. Um, so to your point, we understand that challenge for people who are thinking about like I'm intimidated about being a game master. We're going to try to simplify that today, give you some tips that I do um, uh, to get into the game. Anything else about that you think in the future how that's going to affect the book designs at, at Modifius and Star Trek Adventures, Jim? Uh
1: well I, I don't know. I, I can't speak to Star Trek Adventures, right? Because we're already, you know, pretty well established. Um, but uh like I know that the the some of the newer RPGs that Modifius is coming out with, like Dune and Homeworld, um, and even some of the newer stuff that they're in that are in development, like you can see a very, a very clear progression the rule sets, where where you know Infinity and Star Trek Adventures and Conan were pretty you know crunchy, even though they're not super crunchy, but they're, they're kind of crunchy in terms of like a lot of rules, a lot of options, and then they get not to say simpler, but just they're they're presented differently, right? Mm-hmm. where Dune is is a different, effective kind of thing, and Fallout and etc. But um I think um Midifus is learning as we, the more products they release, and the more games they release, and I think we're getting smarter too because we like the Player's Guide and the Game Master Guide were huge because we were able to kind of like take all the last 5 years of what we learned and like repackage it and refresh it and say okay look here's here's what star trek adventures is and let's let's focus on that and i think what what one of the challenges that we have now is that all these new fans that are coming into the game <laughs> buying the humble bundle or whatever they're reading that core book from 6 years ago and it's like e that, that that core book from 6 years ago doesn't really truly reflect what we've learned in 6 years so, so now, so they, now they're asking questions because they're like, well, how does this work? How does this work? And it's like, oh yeah, well, six years ago, it made sense. And now, now that we're six years into it, it's like, well, okay, now we need to refine it a little bit. So, um, you know, I don't know what that looks like down the road, but, um, you know, whether yeah, well- it's.
0: This is good then. So yeah. so if I was a new game master coming in and I didn't have time to read a 400 page book, yeah. you know, one of the things I, I would do is there's a lot of online resources. I think Modiphius has actually a really good series that explains all the rules. I think Sam Webb is the one who yeah. stars in that. And if you type in Sam, Sam Webb, Modiphius, Star Trek Adventures, there's some cool how to uh, videos with, with visual too. Yeah. And so that's a great place to start to learn the basic rules. And from there, the core rulebook is more of a reference guide then.
1: Right. Yeah, really. I think so. I think, yeah, you're right. And those uh, those videos are on the Modiphius channel. So if you go to Modiphius YouTube channel, you'll find them. They're, they're all there. I think it's like five or six videos. There's one on momentum. There's one on basic uh, 2D 20. Uh, but anyway, you'll know, get the basics down. And, and like, seriously, I think we mentioned this in the Game Master Guide. Like if there's nothing else that you take away from the core rulebook, if you get just just the basic task resolution down, right? Just the basics. Just you know, tell your players here's a, here's your target number. You know, difficulty. You know, whatever the difficulty is, here's your target number. Roll two d twenty. Did you did you succeed or did you fail? Just get that basics down because that plus your storytelling is probably the majority of what you're going to need to tell a great Star Trek story at the table with your friends. Then you can start adding in momentum, add in threat, add in all the other rules that you know to taste. But if you can just get that basic down because at its heart, I think Star Trek adventures is really a storytelling is a collaborative storytelling, telling game. And I have heard from so many, not just you, but, and me, but like so many other game masters and so many other players out there on Twitch and YouTube and so on and so forth that the, the, the vast majority of their games are online, and they're either video or they're audio or they're just you know uh, played by post. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all role playing, like night or like ninety percent role playing. Like, now, certainly, there is a very large portion of gamers that are doing the miniatures and the boards and the virtual tabletops and all that great stuff, which is super awesome. Um, but like the the majority of the folks that I'm hearing from and reading from are doing Star Trek style episodes and adventures, and they're they're doing the heavy role playing, and really they're not using a whole lot more than the basic mechanics. Plus momentum and threat, plus, you know, of course, you know, adding in values and all that great stuff. But uh, um what well, my advice to people yeah. to that is I would
0: go to Modiphius's website, go to Star Trek Adventures and type in starter, starter, um mm. the starter campaign PDF. Um And the reason why is it really cuts out all the fat from the core rulebook. And mm-hmm. it gives you just those rules that you talked about, and it gives you a starting adventure, rescue with Xerxes, which I played about three times so far, and it turns out differently every time with new players. Um, <laughs> it's really—I love playing with kids too. Kids love that one, um, and that one is very. I think it's only like twenty-six pages, maybe. Am I right? It, around that. Uh,
1: the uh, the starter set, I think. I think the campaign. is campaign's maybe like forty pages. Um, okay, so with the campaign, I mean, but but it was it was specifically written to teach you the game as you play. Yeah. So that's an advantage.
0: So I'm going to tell everyone right now who 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 is afraid to pick up the game masters uh, mantle, pick it up. Don't pick it up with the core rule, but pick it up with the starter set. That's going to whet your appetite and wet the appetite of everyone else. And then I'm going to um, based off experience of what books I've handed to my friends to start playing. The game master's guide would be my next pick. Because that gets you into the frame mind of it, and then if you have players, give them the players guide. And my nephew's digesting that right now. He blogs on on continuing uh, missions, yeah. but I, that's the order I would do it. So start with the starter pack, read it once, and then start playing it with people. Don't worry about making mistakes. You're making it up as you go along, anyways. Yeah, um, and then do that. Right, that would be a good
1: place to start. Yeah. So, so two thoughts there. Uh, the first thought would be even, and you know, if you're even hesitant to even spend money, like maybe you don't buy into the humble bundle even though it's a fabulous deal, maybe you want to, maybe you want to do the, the zero cost option, grab the quick start, grab either the Starfleet quick start or the Klingon quick start. I think the Klingon quick start is a little bit better written only because it came out five years after the, uh, the Starfleet one. And we had, you know, four years of worth of experience to kind of like streamline it even further. But the, the two quick starts, like you were saying with the, the starter set strip out a lot of the, a lot of the, the, not, not so much fat, but some of the extraneous information that you don't need <laughs> for a quick start. And it really simply explains the rules in a very clear, simple format. They're free, right? So go grab the, the starter yeah, the quick start. Um, I think, I think the Klingon one's a little bit more accessible because it doesn't have the L cars to, to fight against. It's got the white background. It's a little easier. To, it's a little easier on the eyes. Um, but, uh, either, either one will, will do you just fine to teach you the rules because the rules didn't change between the Klingon book and the, um, and the Starfleet book in terms of like the actual mechanics of how to play the game. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, those are free on DriveThruRPG or on the on the website. I, I'd say check those two out. Um, yeah, that's a and, really good idea. Then, I want, I, yeah. And I would back
0: that up is go through this as your first rule, you know, play through that. Uh, again, you just need the 20-sided dice um, and some chips or you can use pennies for tokens if you want to do that. Yeah. But then after I go through those, I'd go with Kobayashi Maru. And Kobayashi mm-hmm. Kobe- Maru is another free module. Yeah. If you know a little about Star Trek, you know what that means, Kobayashi Maru. Mm-hmm. But that's one that's been very popular at game shops and also at conventions, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, no, I think your your suggestion was right on. Uh, starter set or you know quick starts or starter set. Then grab the game grab the game master guide the player guide for your players. And then, uh, and then and then and then go from there right um but uh not but uh, so well, yes and and those and are great <laughs> ways to get into the game
0: well and true here's a true story i'm going to tell two true stories which i love so i have one friend you know we had to go working sometimes i do video shoots at my company and a video two videographers uh joined us and we said well you know we shoot all day and then we're going to go ahead and play all night and one knew Star Trek because they were a Voyager fan when they were a teenager. The other one had no idea about Star Trek whatsoever in mm-hmm. the early 20s. And we sat down and we played Rescue at Xerxes, um, but based off of the tricorder set, which is which is that beautiful kit. Yeah. Um, so we used that. And the person who knew Star Trek is like, okay, now we're playing and we're inviting my wife next time. And then the person who never heard anything about Star Trek before, he lives in San Diego and he's like, man, I can't wait to see you again so we can play Star Trek again. Nice. Um, and now that I think about it, I should just send them the starter set, right? And then and then the other day I had the nieces and nephews over and we started again with the quick start guide, played rescue at Xerxes again, but this time it was more TNG era, not TOS era. Yeah. Um, and that got my two, nie- my nephew and my niece into playing regularly now whenever they come over. so free costs no money if you think about it um and and now they wanted to buy their own game master guide and player's guide because they want to read up on it so for all of those out there that's the advice start with the free stuff and then you're going to see a lot of help online to to help help you through it right jim there's a lot of helpful people
1: out there oh i mean i, I the uh in fact there's a there's an ongoing discussion right now on one of the uh, rpg forums about how uh how do games like how do the, the games that have longevity, how do they make it how, like how do games get longevity? Right. And one of the key points is like they have a passionate fan base, like the games that have a passionate fan base are the ones that stick around, even if the company eventually dissolves or the the company eventually stops the game. The games that have legs that have passionate fans are the ones that stick around. And the Star Trek Adventures fans are are so supportive of each other which is shocking not shocking but it's amazing like so from from like discord and continuing mission and reddit and the facebook groups and the official forums there's so many fans out there that are willing to help newbies and each other like find players and you know rules clarifications and creating new content all that stuff like this this game as far as i can tell and you know i'm pretty well plugged in but i feel like this game has a really strong fan base that are supportive of other fans and, and are even kind of creating new fans, I would love to see more of that. And I would love to see, like, I would love to figure out a way, you know, this is, a, this is the age old of, age of discussion, like I would love to figure out a way to, to train up more GMs so that more GMs can go out there and run the game for more players um, and, and grow the, you know, the grassroots of the game up, you know, little by little, like every every long-term games does, but we're still figuring that out. And uh, I think the player guide and the game master guide, you know, I'm not here to plug them, but I'm just telling you that we, we, we spent, so much time on those two books and we built in four years worth of knowledge into those books to where, like you know you're right you know get the free quick start or get the get the cheap uh starter set but then make your first investment the player guide or the game master guide and one of the reasons why not that you can't find this online already but we we tried to put it in a, a curated list of episodes to watch so if you are completely new to star trek and you don't know anything about star trek you're like what's star trek other than what you know from the collective unconsciousness out there in the whole the universe i mean it's been around for 55 years it's a super popular property i'm sure you've heard of star trek even if you don't realize it or at um, least you're
0: a spock at least
1: yeah yeah or kirk uh but but like grab a couple of those episodes off that list that's it, it's in the first chapter of the of the of both the pg and the gmg you know grab a couple episodes they're all available on streaming i'm sure you know somebody who has the discs Like, it's not hard to find Star Trek. You can even go on YouTube and watch uh, um, chunks, you know, clips of episodes if you want to. Uh, There's so many different varieties of Star Trek. Watch a couple episodes, you'll get it, right? And then my biggest advice for brand new game masters who know know, very little about Star Trek is like, I, I hear that a lot of game masters are super intimidated by the 55 years worth of lore. You got so many series and books and games and stuff. Like, don't worry about any of it. Just tell your story. Tell your version of Star Trek. Whatever Star Trek means to you. Like, get your group together. Do that session zero. Like the like the PG and the GMG talk about. Have a good session zero. Talk about what you think Star Trek is for the purposes of your group. And then use the basic mechanics, like like the basic task resolution, momentum, and, and the threat, if as appropriate. Just start off with the bare basics that you need just to start telling stories together. Because like we're all storytellers. Like it's human nature to be storytellers. So just riff off each other and tell tell great Star Trek stories together, and then and and what's important though, and I get off my soapbox, I promise. No, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> there is yeah. no wrong way to do it. You're not going to do it wrong. Right. And just what I want
0: but I do want to say what yeah. sets if you're a game master and you're say okay, I'm willing to take up the mantle. I'm going to give it a try. You're trying to find a selling point for your friends to say, "Hey, this is different than just Dungeons and Dragons. This is different mm-hmm. than Star Wars, right?" Because that's a if people who don't know sci-fi may mix those two genres up. My mom will; yeah. she's like, "Oh, you're writing for Star Wars?" No, mother, it's Star Trek. You know, I like show her all the books. It's like Star yeah. Trek. So, so we know those people are out there. But what gets them, and it, this is this got my friends and my nephews, is when you tell them that all of a sudden, <clears throat> unlike really reality nowadays. Star Trek is about a future where mankind has solved its major problems. Mm -hmm. There's no hunger. There's no poverty. There's no prejudice. There's no bias. And what they're doing is going out there in the universe and finding species that are still dealing with those problems and they're trying to help them. When I frame it like that, they're like, what? Well, what about money? No, you don't need money in this future. The replicators and they take care of everything you need. Okay, well, well, what about you know homelessness? No, because humanity's spreading out and colonizing the stars. And you probably came from one of those colonies. And that just, or, or maybe you're a species that met them and said, yeah, we like the Federation. We like the," And when you frame it like that, like, where's the action then? Oh, you'll see some action. Watch. Then all of a sudden, they're like, wow, we're the best we can be. And so uh, GMs, you know, be willing to start with a starter pack, a simple thing, but frame it for your friends or interested people. And say this is going to be different, and when you walk away from a Star Trek game, you walk away feeling successful and uplifted, which is so different than ninety percent of our days when you turn on the news, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, and so again, you have to have that as your selling point too. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. if you do want to play a Rock'em Sock'em, cut people in <laughs> head off, you have cling on campaign.
1: <laughs> yeah, or 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 you uh, you know you pick your. You pick your era of play. Like the the original series was uh, certainly more fisticuffs and hands on mm-hmm. than uh, a more thoughtful next generation. Partly because the casts are different and your your leaders are different. But uh, I mean, I mean, gosh, at this point, there's eleven, there's eleven Star Trek series. There's there's thirteen movies. There's so much to play with. Like I mean, from Lower Decks to uh, Prodigy to uh, DS Nine to Picard. You know, there's there's tone, there's tonal differences. There's age ranges. There's all kinds of um wiggle room. I mean literally Star Trek, you can do any genre of storytelling in Star Trek yeah. from, from horror to romance to to uh, to deep philosophical musings to scientific exploration, wartime campaigns, war um drama mysteries, etc. I mean there's like any kind of story that you like and your group likes that you would want to tell, it, it'll fit somewhere. Well,
0: it'll going fit. back to what you said too about yeah. people being visual learners. People may not want to read about the technology of Star Trek. So my advice is watch Prodigy. I Prodigy, yeah. each episode took a common Star Trek trope right. and had the characters discovering what it means. And I had my 13-year-old niece watch that. She's 14 now. But when she was, she probably was 12 then. Um, I had her watch it. And she right away, when we went to playing the game, she's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Like she, Don't we have transporters? Yes, you do mm-hmm. have and so I thought Prodigy was a really good uh, visual cartoon instructional on Star Trek tropes.
1: Yeah. There's so yeah, many ways so, to tackle it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, I just say, I just I want to make sure we didn't get too, too far off, off track here. So like, like as far as like, you know, encouraging new game masters to just run the game. So yeah, you know, like we I think we I think we've covered get the free stuff, get the get the inexpensive books where you can get them um, and then start basic with the rules and then don't worry about the don't worry about all the wealth of canon just like like find what works for your group and then have fun and go with it uh do we want to talk a little bit about like how to actually find players yep. uh, some of the some of the tools and tricks to do that yep because i've seen some good things but why don't you start okay well i i would say uh, we are in we are still in a global pandemic like love it or hate it you might have a local game group that or a game shop like a friendly local game store you might have a comic book store nearby uh, you might have a college game group or something, I don't know, wherever you are, but maybe you're still meeting in public or maybe meeting in person, that's totally fine. You know, please be careful, please be safe. Um, but uh, I know that a lot of game stores will uh, give you tables to host a game. Sometimes they might even be willing to uh, to let you take the shrink wrap off a product if you use it and buy it or whatever, but uh, work with your local game group to uh, to get the products, uh, like the starter set or or, or dice or whatever. And, and run the game there because then you got an audience to watch you. They're like, what are you doing? This is interesting. Oh, it's Star Trek. OK, that's cool. I didn't even know there was a Star Trek game, blah, blah, blah. And you can build a build a fan base that way. Um, you can do what I did for 30 uh, something years ago when I was looking for, for for gamers for my Star Trek game. This is well before uh, uh, even last Unicorn Games was out is uh, is I actually is actually I actually typed up an advertisement and said, hey, I want to run a Star Trek game. I'm looking for any mature 18 year olds who want to play star Trek. Here's my phone number. And it was like a little tear off slip. with the, the, and I I posted that in my comic book store, you know, on the, on their, on their bulletin board. And, you know, it it may seem hokey now because this was pre-internet and this was pre discussion boards. This is even pre texting, right? Mm -hmm. If you can believe it that far back. Um, But you know what? I got four phone calls and I got one of my lifelong friends out of that. Out of out of just posting that uh, that that silly message on a bulletin board looking for Star Trek players. So for, for, for those
0: of you who've discovered Fire, there's other options. <laughs> 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 I've been I've been noticing I've been noticing on Discord um, um, and Reddit and even Facebook <laughs> um, where people have been posting links to their Zoom thing and they're saying, "Hey, first come, first serve. Let's jump on Zoom together." and let's explore this together. I just bought the books. I love that. I mean, honestly, even if you don't know what you're doing, I guarantee you that if you get two or three people to show up to that Zoom party, you're gonna have a game. And then you could always type in on continuing missions, how to run a session zero. We actually have videos showing us building our first session zero, Um, but, but I wanna encourage people to do that too. I've been really proud actually um, on discord seeing people just posting links it, it, i didn't know at first what lfg stood for mm-hmm. um and it, it took me a while to figure it out it's looking for games so any of you who see lfg that means there's people looking for the game hashtag lfg so so yeah. th- you could start there um and i've even seen um some of our writers and professional i haven't done this but some of our writers from um Star Trek Adventures actually leading a group just to set someone off on their way and they hand them the reins of the, of the game and then go. So would I be willing to do that? I actually would be willing to do that. I'd be willing if you have a gaming group and you've never seen it in play before, I'd be happy if, you know, if I have the time and we schedule it out, I'd be happy to sit for an hour and a half set you through the first scene and say, you got it. You saw how to roll the dice. Bye. I think that would be actually cool to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I wanted, I want to do that. I just don't have the time. I just have not been able to find the time to make it work. Like I I had this whole thought in my head of like this uh, of this whole program where I would like invite like I would literally reach out. Like as I'm on social media, I would be like, oh, hey, random person. You just said you want to play the game, but you can't find a group here. Be here, you know, Saturday night. I'm Mm going to run something. you know, And and I do that five times with five random people. I run a real quick hour long thing. Give them the basics of it, and then let them go off and go go do their own games, and let it, let, it, let it spread that way. But
0: imagine if yeah, you just, did it with breakout rooms. What if everyone? Oh, came that'd be in? so cool. If everyone came in and we just send <laughs> them into breakout rooms, yeah, and
1: definitely. then leave 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 them to their wiles. That and just, would and just and just drop in and watch them for a little while, and give them a little guidance, and then go away again. Right, that would yeah. be really cool. Anyway, that's the sidebar. But we'll have to th- we'll have to think about that. I think there's some there's some potential there. Um, yeah. But yeah, us so, up
0: on Discord if anybody wants to do that, just yeah, hit us up on Discord. I'd be curious to see what kind of reaction we get.
1: Yeah, but but again, so if you're a new game master or a new player to Star Trek and you happen to be you happen to stumble upon this video, mm-hmm. <laughs> go to the go to the official Medifius Discord, go go to the Facebook and, and search Star Trek Adventures groups. There's there's a, several of them, you'll find us eventually. Uh, mm-hmm. go to the official Medifius forums, you'll find us eventually go to the official go to the well, they're all unofficial but go to the star trek adventures uh, subreddit there's there's gamers there those are the f- those are the four primary ones i can think of i think there are other social media channels that that have game stuff but i, I just don't know them like i know rpg.net um, there's a general discussion forum that talks about it and there's a there's a looking for gamers groups there but i don't i don't see a lot of star trek on there uh, N-World, of course, is, is heavy uh, Pathfinder and D&D, but you might find a few gamers there. Um, but yeah, Discord, Facebook, the subreddit, and um, yeah. right, the official forums are, are the four, probably the four best places to start looking for, for gamers. Yeah, I know we just passed it too, but Free RPG
0: Day happens once a year. Yeah. And um, that's a great time to plan ahead on this year. It was June 25th. Yeah. but plan ahead, go to the game shop. People are going to learn and look at free RPGs. So you're going to have people walking in yep. and just ask for a table and say, hey, let's try this one. And that might be your gaming group too. So once a year, you get an opportunity if you want to play with live people to, to go to your local game shop and do that.
1: Yeah. And if you're interested in seeing the game in action online, um, Modiphius now has a part of their website that that has a list of all the different game groups out there that are streaming, like whether it's on YouTube or on Twitch or whatever. Go, go check out some of their stuff go go grab an episode of shield tomorrow or uh, i mean there's a whole bunch of them uh, starship tempest are the ones i can think of off the top of my head um sure. just grab one of those watch it for a few minutes half an hour go you know, skip ahead through the videos a little bit there you go some of them have really high production quality values don't let that scare you off because not everybody's going to have the uniforms and the l cars layout and the fancy music and all that stuff you know don't worry about the trappings like just get to the Get to the meat of it. Yeah, there's so many, and they're so good. This is is so great to watch all this stuff. Um, This
0: is probably the number, I would say, probably the most popular is Shield of Tomorrow, wouldn't
1: you? That's the original. Yeah. That that, that was one of
0: the first ones. Yeah. And I would say this is probably the most interactive. They really get into it. Like, what I like about them is they're (laughs) the ones I've watched low on dice rolls, big on drama. That's the way I like to play. Um, Uh, But other ones are showing you when. how to use the dice so yeah if you're a visual learner look at all of these tutorials you have access to
1: yeah that's yeah great. and Sh- shield of the tomorrow is a good example too and help me i i love them and i don't mean this in any way uh derogatory but they don't always get the rules right but they don't care because they're exactly. telling great they're telling a great story and that's exactly the mindset you need is don't don't let your game get stopped or or you know don't let your game grind to a halt because you have to go flip through the book looking for some arcane rule about something. Just make it up. Just go. Yeah. Just let, let, let the let the drama carry you through let, whatever makes sense. Uh, say yes and and then go on to the next thing. Right. Don't, yeah. don't look the rules. Don't sweat the rules. You, know, you can always look it up later um, in the afterglow of uh, playing a good session. But uh, And while uh, we're giving advice, my yeah. thing is, I actually only believe you need to roll the dice if you're uncertain, if the
0: people can succeed. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that, that's a if you know we're dealing with star trek experts here so if it, it, it's a big thing but many times it, when, when the narration is flowing i don't even worry about the dice because fortunately i'm, I'm with players who want to fail forward they want to make mistakes to create mm-hmm. ramp up intensity so um mm-hmm. here you're going to see a whole variety of different skill level not even skill levels different play styles mm-hmm. and that's why it's worth going to Medifius and checking out the live sh- the, the streamed Recorded sessions here, really, really yeah. good. Yeah, all right.
1: Yeah. But uh, I guess last thing I'll say, uh, just related to Star Trek and Star Trek Adventures specifically, is uh, Nathan Dowdell, who designed and developed this game. He he created. Now, this is my opinion. He he may very well say something very different if we get. And we need to get. Him, we need to get him on a show someday. uh But uh, he created a narrative role-playing game. That is Star Trek through and through. Like if you watch the Star Trek episodes on, on television or the movies or whatever, and you want that kind of feel and experience at the game table with your friends, this is this is it. And specifically because if you play this game and you, and your players are into it and you get that scene economy in your mind, you're going scene to scene to scene, plot point to plot point, and you're and you're doing it. Uh, that's just natural storytelling at its best. And the, the the rules can almost go into the background because you're just telling great stories back and forth, and you're and you're getting all about the character and all about what's happening. And if if you and your group can put together some really cool characters and then just have them riff on each other in a room, you're you've done you've done the work. You're you're, you're there. You're having a great time. So um, I'm going to
0: suggest yeah. since you, you know if you want to again approach the game without a lot of pew pew and fires and mechanics, I'm going to make one suggestion of another module that I played. It's short. It's amazing if you really want that narration. And it was free. And it was in Modiphius issue two. And it was called Ghost Rider by Michael Duxbury. Yeah. That one right there, if you know Star Trek and the flavor you're looking for, you got the free starter pack for the rules. You got that free Michael Duxbury story called the Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. That one to me would sell anybody on, yeah, I got to play this game. So that would be a good combo for easy low dice
1: rolling um, yeah. if somebody wants that. Yeah. Oh, uh, so did we answer the question we wanted to answer? I don't know. I, I, we I think so. So you
0: know, Well, you know, we talked a lot about it. The biggest thing is
1: uh,
0: uh, pulling people away from the fear of trying. It's once you try and run the, and you would have a couple people who are supportive and want you to succeed just at the beginning say, hey, everyone, do you want to succeed at this? Yeah, we want to succeed at it. Okay, so understand I don't have everything mes- memorized. You don't either. We're going to go through it and we're going to just roll dice if we have some questions or we're just going to talk it out. Um, And just push forward. I guarantee you that once you play once and you have that attitude, you're going to come back a second time. (laughs) You're going to, you're going to, and and you're going to regret it if you ever hesitate and get analysis paralysis on this, you got to just push, jump in. And again, we're a big community out here. You can reach out to us and we're going to, we're going to help, you know, stir you on and give you a lot of good ideas. Right?
1: Yep. Absolutely. And uh, you know, the, the police are not going to come to your house and tell you you're playing it wrong. Uh, Star Trek is not going to call it, you know. Uh, um, um, I just I just blanked on uh, Alex Kurtzman is not going to come to your house and tell you to stop playing Star Trek because you're doing it wrong or whatever. Like there's no wrong way to play this game. You just play it the, the way that you and your group want to play it and just go run and have fun with it. And then tell us about it. Get online, get on one of the social media platforms and tell us what kind of fun you're having with it so that we can all celebrate with you because that's all we want to do is we want people to have fun and play the game and do star trek and and find something joyful to do in this this horribly challenging world that we're in right now you know right. find, find the joy where you can get it so have fun with star trek and uh, one um, more
0: story on our way out it's funny because just today i had a conversation with michael freeman he's a fan of star trek yep. um, and, and he plays on one of my games and he has played one module in fact the one you wrote <laughs> he played joy lies in the soul of doing three different times with three different groups. Wow. Okay. And I, we had a conversation on the Facebook. So Star Trek adventures, Facebook group today. And I said, well, how was that? He says three different outcomes. And he says the angles he was, I was engrossed each time. So, so, so to me, that was fascinating. And the reason I say that is because on continuing missions. We're always happy to post your post play report. We're not, don't worry about, punctuation and stuff like that. We're all about fan service and we don't want you to hold your stories onto yourself. We want, we want you to tell your stories with us. So as long as it's kid friendly, you know, PG 13 continuing missions is happy to host your stories, your videos, and anything like that. Cause we're all about the fans.
1: That's awesome. It's yeah. such a great service, Michael. And uh, I, you know, it's funny um, cause I know that there's like a, a lot of different games have a lot of different game sites out there. Um, I have to admit that I would have to really struggle to think of another fan website for two D or for Star Trek Adventure specifically out there. Like I just, I, I know there, that there are specific groups that do that do STA on Twitch and YouTube and whatever, and and some other folks generate content, but they're usually posting it on Facebook or Discord or uh, um, the subreddit. And I certainly am not saying this to disparage anybody, but I don't think there's another site for Star Trek adventures, anything even remotely close to continuing mission. And I think, I almost wonder if you just, not to say you got lucky, but I wonder if you, if you, if you planted, cause you were, you were in it so early in the life of the game, right? right. I think, I wonder if you kind of like planted your, your, uh, your flag in the ground so early that everyone just kind of flocked to you and said, Oh, well, here's content, here's content, here's content. And, uh, I, I just can't. I, I me, can tell you, I, as maybe just a whole. I, I can't think of another fan site out there for for STA that isn't isn't continuing mission. Well, let me give you some st- just
0: some basics. So we started in late 2017.
1: Okay, wow. right we away. Started, yeah,
0: we started right in late 2017, and it's not yeah. just myself. It's Tony Pye. It's Colin yep. Wilson. I mean, we have some 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 of the greatest fans who who contribute to yep. us. Um, we've published 1,314 posts as of today. So these are articles that are just about Star Trek adventures. It's all fan service. Um, it's ideas, concepts, answering questions about the game, interviews like this, interviews with Dayton Ward, Scott Pearson, you know, heavy hitter writers, everybody who's contributed into it. And when it comes to last year, how many um, hits we have? Just showing you about the resource of information that that's available out there. We had over 415,000 views last year with 78,000 distinct visitors. So, so distinct visitors—maybe someone that's on their iPad and on their PC. So, sure. uh, let's divide that by two and figure 40,000 unique visitors. But definitely, people from all over the planet. So, it's fun to have this source. And I was a fan of—I don't, you know—I'm going to be a fan either way. And I—I I remember I always wish I had a source of. Um, a place for people to look at my story, whether it's three yeah. people or whether it's 300, I don't care. Yep. And yep. so that's yep. kind of the service that we have. And then again, it, it turns into back to Modifius and you as project manager too, is that you actually want to hear these stories because you're doing something that Star Trek used to do back in the seventies. And you're saying, hey, come write for us. Yep. Don't, don't just play the game, but if you're really that good and you're disciplined and we have shows about how to become a writer and stuff like that, and yep. what kind of writers you're looking for, Mm-hmm. I've never seen a community like this, so it makes it very easy to play this game. We want you to play. We're going to support you in playing it, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, like I said, you know, Michael and myself and a few other folks, we've been talking for a year and a half, maybe a couple of years now, about how do we come up with way creative ways to 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 create like a like a GM farm. Like, how do we how do we grow new GMs and how do we get them out there to build more groups? And I think I think you know this conversation will spark that again, and we'll think about it. Heading into 2023 here, but uh, please there's got to be a way we can do it. There's yeah. got to be, there's got yeah. be an easy way we can use the technology available to us to to make that happen.
0: Yeah, if you're sitting I there right you. now with ideas, please comment wherever you watch yeah. us. If you watch on Facebook, YouTube. Um, if you watch it on Podbean, we yeah. always want to do our shout out to you know Jeff who does does um, our editing for this. Yep. Just give us ideas because we're desperate sure. to find out how to do it.
1: Yeah, in fact it doesn't have to be us doing it, right? It, it could be a, it could be a whole uh, team effort over here. Let's get a let's get a Star Trek Adventure strike team together, or not strike team, but like a what what do they call it? Um uh, Makos. Uh, no, no, I mean no, no no I was thinking um like a like a tiger team. Let's let's get a tiger team together and and uh figure this out and uh make it a collaborative effort here. Um you know of course I I I kind of I kind of represent Modiphius. So I can probably provide some resources, but let's uh let's let's put our heads together. And just what, what does a what does a um, what does a, a game master um, developmental program look like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to get people over the fear of, of of running the game, the fear of not uh, the fear of getting Star Trek wrong? You know where do we go from there? So I, I'm sure we could come up with some great ideas. So if you're on Discord, if you're on Facebook, if you're on the Reddit, whatever, start throwing some ideas together. We'll see them and then uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll 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 work on it. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, this one turned out really well. Good surprise episode. We like having grab bag questions, you know, discussing what we're seeing the fans talking about online. So we're really happy to hear you all chattering about this, which is why we dragged it into this episode of Continuing Conversations. Thank you, Jim, so much. Let's do our normal shout outs. Um, I'm going to go ahead and shout out Fox Comics and Games in Marion, Illinois. I've done that before. Benjamin Sloan, you're always going for the shout out. That's cool. He loves Fox Comics and Games. So Fox Comics and Games good shout out. And then also Atomic Comics, Games, and Music in Muncie, uh, Indiana. That's Thomas McManus. So we love doing those shout-outs. Who do you want to shout out?
1: Oh man, I, I do this every week and it's like, oh, who am I going to shout out this time? Because you, you get the you get the fun one to shout out the uh the um the game stores that are always the the lifeblood of our um of our hobby and our industry. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out the I I don't do it often enough. but I'm gonna shout out the fans, all the fans who are supportive of the new fans coming into the game, who are supportive of the newbies and supportive of the experienced gamers, and uh, and want to share this game with other people. Uh, thank you so much for support. A supporting the game, but B supporting each other because um, that that shows me how healthy this game is. Is that like if I if like if Medifius you know you know knock on wood it's not going to happen, but if Medifius were to pull the plug tomorrow. Would this game continue on? And I am confident we'd be playing Star Trek Adventures for a long time, you know, even when another, you know, or not when, even if another game company were to pick up the Star Trek license and do another game, we would still be playing Star Trek Adventures because there's such a wealth of material now. But the fan base is so good right now and so supportive. I'm appreciative of all of you, even if I don't say it often enough. I try to say it often enough, but I don't. You know, no I haters around here.
0: Star Trek, we don't do haters in Star Trek. We're very <laughs> That's right.
1: community. That's right. All right. So Fantastic thank you for everybody. Thank you. Appreciate appreciate your efforts so much. More still more to come. So uh we look we we
0: have uh, just for everyone, we're not gonna drop the names yet, but we have some pretty exciting interviews coming up, um, some guests and future shows. So stay tuned. And and this year, uh the end of 2022, 2023, especially, there are gonna be some jaw-dropping releases that we can't tell you about yet. But we'll add. Yeah, but we'll drop it second here. I'll say second. Ifius <laughs> <The biggest laughs> always announces it first, and then we'll drop yeah. it second here. I promise.
1: Yeah, yeah but okay. there's some cool, there's some cool, cool stuff coming, and uh, I just can't wait to finally get it, get it working, and uh, and get it out there. So uh, be uh-huh. patient, be patient, and like I said before, save your, save your because it's gonna be, <laughs> it'll be well worth your time. So uh, anyway, get us out so of here. Like, I D I C. Live long. Where's my camera? Live long, live prosper, okay. be safe, be well, and we'll talk to you next week. Love